All right, here we are with the single track session number 99. Noin and noinsy. 99? Yeah, 99 loof balloons yeah. floating in the summer sky. That was a good song. That was a good song. Still yeah. is, but I haven't heard it for a while. Yeah, single track session 99 here at the Trail Manners Podcast. We are here at Grant Studio back at my place after a weekend down in Silverton, Colorado. Um, so yeah, if you haven't had an opportunity, go back to listen to episode 119. We had three other people on with myself. We had Jeff Hart, Brian Fluman, and Harrison Fluman, just talking about the magic of hard rock, both from a racing standpoint as well as just kind of being down there running and spectating. So it was it was a fun show, because um, hard rock's magical. Silverton's magical this time of year. It is. It always is a cool place, but right. I mean, we got there and just there's just people everywhere, and it's like right. people that you stock on the internet everywhere. True, right? Yeah. I mean, they're all there. So we saw, I mean, heavy hitters like a Turtle Miller, you know, <laughs> to beginning runners like a Dakota Jones. Right. You know? Yep. So uh, they were all over the place. But what we decided with a little help from Jeff, Brian, and Harrison is our first day we ran, we started and we went up to Grant Swamp Pass. That gets up pretty high. It does. And uh, you're almost at 13,000. I think it's like 12, 8 and change. Right. So I said 13. I'll round. We rounded up to 16 when we were up there because it felt like we couldn't breathe. <laughs> but uh, lo and behold, we're, uh, we just got down to the bottom, got back to the car. Here come some runners. Right. I look up. It is Dakota Jones. Right. Claire Gallagher. Oh. And new friend Lucy Bartholomew. Oh, yeah. And so I started chuckling. I told <laughs> Did them you my, go back out and creep her again? Nope. I uh, told them my Lucy story. Yeah. And they started laughing. And then a little bit later, we saw her again. And they're like, man, they're going to think you're stocky. She's There's your chance. You had two chances to creep her out again. I know. And I thought that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why is it me stalking her? We're, oh. I live in Ogden. Yeah. I was here first. Yeah. So then it switched, and it's like, well, maybe Lucy's stalking you. True. And so we she did, was already down there for a race last week. But I was, I live here, so she yeah. started it. Yeah. And she so was here for work. Yeah, I was here for life. Yeah. <laughs> I pay a rent here. <laughs> you so, pay a rent here. So she followed me, so <laughs> that became the kind of running joke. It's like, well, maybe she's stalking you. True. Like, well, that kind of makes more sense. Yeah, it does. You know, I mean, yeah. really, you look at it, it makes more sense than me stalking a 22-year-old. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Just saw a lot of people. Um, got the opportunity to video the start of the race, and we didn't right. hang out by the chute. We went up right where the road turns into single track, where they have to funnel through. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, man. Just slapping high fives. Right. I mean, James Varner was, I mean, I was looking at people, I'm like, oh, we've interviewed James Varner. Yeah. We've interviewed Jeff Browning. Yeah. You know, they were coming up the road. There was uh, our buddy Chris from Squirrels Nut Butter was standing right there. Right. Shane Martin? Shane Martin. He yeah. He came on by. Tom Remkes came running by. Um, Chris Lundberg came by. Oh, it was yeah. just really cool to catch up to a lot of these people before the race, even to see how they're feeling, see right. how they're doing. Um, but yeah, what a what an amazing location and what an amazing event! Right. Um, this year there were 146 starters, yeah, and 114 finished. Mm. And I didn't go back to look at the finish rate. That, but that seems really good to me. For that type of race? I guess so. 30 drops? Yeah, like 32. Well, 30 drops and two DQs, which we'll tackle later. Right. But 30 drops. So, what is that? The math's not kicking in there for some reason. <laughs> it's Joe's computer brain. I'm leaving it alone. So, 30%. So, 70% finish rate? I don't know. I'm going to go like with that. that. Yeah. And the listener can 
someone out, the engineer can figure it maybe out. Maybe more than that, maybe 75. But I think that's pretty straight. good. That's pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, especially for the caliber of race, and that race yeah. got super sketchy. Like, Did it older, get hot? Wait a minute. Oh, it, rained it, was hot. A, it rained a bunch, too, I saw. It was super hot the yeah. uh, first day, mm-hmm. but it got super sketchy. Not just rain, but just I. Just crazy. I posted a video of some crazy lightning right. storms. It oh, was, that's no fun. It was scary. And I was talking yeah. to Jeff Browning after the race. He, you know, came in with the win. And I saw him at the Avalanche Brewing um, that night. And uh, I'm like, hey, man. And he's just looking all good, just grinning from ear to ear, you right. know. And he, I said, how was, how was that uh, thunderstorm? He's like, oh, man. <laughs> he's like, he was literally like by this piece of rock it was like flat slate just hugging it just like uh, hoping trying to blend in yeah <laughs> yeah exactly camouflage yeah, stuff from exactly. the lightning but he's like dude it was scary he goes up there for like 20 minutes just waiting right it's just hitting all around you can feel it in the air oh it's the worst um, and then you talk to a lot of runners and that's how it was i mean some right. got just basically scared um if you listen to james varner he dq'd it or, or dropped at mile 84 82 to 86 somewhere in there i can't remember right. the number but and he is because he got so wet and cold. Oh, he didn't. Have, he'd left that aid station and had to come back right. because he could. He had nothing warm and he had to drop mm. just because of the weather. So, yeah, it's uh, as as Brian said, this is a graduate race. Oh, for sure. You know more than anything. Yeah. Um, but you could see it just with the people there. Um, I run far, of course, did a great job um, of you know covering the race. Right. As they always do. And it was just eventful. It was just an eventful weekend all the way around. Um, we'll talk about it here a little bit later because we like to hear people's two cents, and I, I really do, as long as it stays cool, um, just about the, the race and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we had a contest, but let's go down the the, the results. We'll just do top five. Yeah. Um, not that top ten isn't a big deal, but top five, because we did have a contest. We do have a winner. Okay. Nobody picked <laughs> Jeff Browning to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I picked him in the top five, which a lot of did. But Jeff Browning pulls comes away with the win in twenty six twenty, right? Which is a great time. Yeah, this especially coming off what he's done. Jeff Rome came in at twenty six thirty four. He was closing hard. But he was fourteen minutes back. Yeah. Um, and he also, you know, you think about it too. It's like Jeff was running a smart race, but when he found out, like my what ninety yeah. or something, ninety one. Yeah, that he was. The leader, right? You wonder if he was just kind of coasting a little bit. I don't know. He, probably, he knew Rome was behind him. Yeah, so but he, he also, was he was battling to keep his second, second place. place. That's true, right? Jeff Rome did twenty six thirty four. Troy right. Howard twenty seven oh nine. Yeah, old guy coming in. He looked good too when he came yeah. down. Uh, Benjamin Buckland twenty seven forty one, and Jesse Haynes, uh, California twenty eight thirty four. Nice. Um, and not seven minutes. But I mean, we'll go six. Yeah, Jess and Murphy was seven minutes behind, but. So that's the top there. The women's side, um, as we talked even last week, Sabrina Stanley came with the win in 30-23. Yeah. She looked solid. Nikki Kimball, yeah. super cool to see her. That's about where we predicted her to be. Yeah. Uh, she came in, in second, 32-18. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Darla Askew, 32-52. Right. Kaori Niwa, 33-46. And, uh, man, L-I-S-E. I want to say Lisa. Yeah. I said Lissy. Lissy. Lissy Plantier, 38-57. And, yeah, that was a top five women. uh, That's a huge difference between one and five. Yeah, I mean, so first place woman is 30-23 and five is 38-57, so over eight hours. Yeah. And if you go to sixth place, first to six is about 12 hours. That's significant. Yeah, so that's first to six. And the men's first to six, you are 26 to 28, so two hours. Um, so it was a little bit different. Yeah, it is. And it was, it was. I mean, people did mention that down there. I mean, it was just very heavy, you know, percentage of men running the race. Right. Um, 
but it was a good race. Um, it was uh, a little warm. First day, it looked like it was warm. It was. It was warm. We did some moving around, and it was warm. Right. Like, I was like, oh. And then we went to, uh, so we went We went to Grand Swamp Pass, went to Ice Lake, right. Island Lake, then Ice Lake, mm-hmm. and we had to fill up with water. Right. Because I only took a couple, and everybody's filling up, but mm-hmm. then Harrison and Brian's uh, Steri pin wasn't working. Oh, scary. So I ran the last from there to the finish. Right. Um without water because oh. I put water in it and it probably yeah. would have been safe because we were up at Ice Lake and it was like crazy. It probably would have been. Yeah, but why risk it? It is. And I'm like, you know, I guess, you know, I could lose a little weight. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it that way. No. You know what I mean? It's like I don't have enough wet wipes on hand to take care of 10 days worth of. It wouldn't hit you until you got home. Oh, I know. Like, it wouldn't have. I'd have felt great. And then I had got home and I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah. This is what that feels You're making, like. making that Uber call. That's right. <laughs> Uber grocery. Yeah. Uber eats. Yeah. Uh, I need some soup. Yeah. Um, Please soup. stop by the Walmart and get me some wet wipes. Can I get some broth and some decedent. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Just super fun. Um, except for, and I just told Joel the story, my car broke down twice. Yep. But so you got sorted. I did. Um, and I want to tip my hat. I know they don't listen to the podcast for multiple reasons. AutoZone, Margie, and Eric. There you go. Margie was the manager. On Sunday afternoon, 110 degrees when I broke down. And this was in Grand, Grand Junction, Colorado. There you go. Margie sold me an alternator right. and a battery, and her husband, Eric, drove an hour and a half right. from whatever he was doing with his kids yep. to replace my alternator there you on go. a Sunday. That's a good guy. I thanked them both and told them they restored so much of my faith in humanity yeah. on that day. I'm glad you didn't give them the Pliny's, though. I did. I brought two Pliny's. The one yeah. store only sold me two Pliny's. That's right. all they would give me. I brought two back, one for Joel. Mine's in the fridge. Right. I mean, you were grateful, but not that. Yeah, let's not. I would have taken an Uber home from yeah. Grand Junction. Gotcha. You know, that wouldn't have been too bad, right? Uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of a mess, and I kind of lost my, my train on Saturday night. I, my car had already broke down, and I was kind of in that mode of, okay, there's no auto shop in this <laughs> entire town. Right. There's nothing in Uray. It's Saturday True. night. Means no one's going to open till Monday morning. Right in Durango, the wrong direction. Yep. I was panicked and I was frantic. But uh, good friends Harrison and Brian, they were there for me the whole time. They said, "Oh, we'll do whatever," and I, I just didn't want to ruin their trip either. Right. Mine sucked at the end, but yes. it was a great time. I choked on chicharrones. Uh oh. Bought a bag of chicharrones. Choked on those pretty hard. Yep. I almost you get died. I almost yeah. I almost died. It was like yeah. it just clawed into my throat. Oh, those things are disgusting. They're super good. No, they're not. They're so <laughs> gross. Dude, you should have like PTSD now. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about those. Well, it was funny. I choked. I had like four left. And as soon as I started feeling better, when I got back to my my tent, I started eating the others. I'm like, uh, by yourself, you ate some? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not smart now. Yeah, it's all right. I had plenty of water and beer plenty on hand. Water. Just you go over to a stump to give yourself the self hymen. Oh, there were stumps everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It would have been no problem. Um, yeah, good race. Hard Rock 100. Uh, still my my favorite race in the country, even though I've never run it. Probably never will, especially after... Your experience at Altitude? <laughs> yeah, just kind of getting back to there. Right. I'm like, you know, it takes a special person to run this race. <laughs> it does. It really... And my hat's off to everybody. I don't care if you finish or not. That race is hard. Man, I, elevation profiles, everybody looks at that. That doesn't even do it justice. No. You get up there, and it is just a bitch. It's kicking your butt the whole way. There was no snow. So there was the screen. We talked. It's like the screen, that loose dirt, was almost worse than snow. Yeah, true, right? Because we got to Grant Swamp Pass in the first 20 yards. Yeah. Dude, I was seriously, 
I had a four point stand or five point stand. Five point stand. I had. I'm not sure I want to know what the five both is. My, my butt. Yeah, okay. I almost ripped a hole in my shirt. Oh, you were I going was, down that oh, way. So I mean, people were kind of like Jeff Hart. He freaking took off like Killian, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Right. And we just shot a mini bottle yeah. on top, and ate beef sticks. But I, I was terrified. I really was. I'm like, I don't like heights, and it, I shouldn't. I don't like falling. It's not being up there. I was scared about it's it. It's falling the falling down. thing. Yeah. At, at our advanced stage, falling is no fun. Yeah, it isn't. Um, and I thought, well, if I can fall and I make it to the lake, there's a chance of survival. True. I'd have a couple abrasions. Yeah. You know, but uh, but it's it's intense, man. The the I mean, we'd hit a flat section. We were probably at you know twelve thousand feet, say, and hit a flat section. Right. I started to run. Yeah. About fifteen yards. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna walk this in. Go put this douche gray here. <laughs> It is a monster. So I, I will go back. I will get on the course more. I've been on so many beautiful parts of the course, but Running more up. and more in my head, my aging yes. plus my intelligent level. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think it's cool that people do this. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. really do. It's a cool race. <laughs> Soft rock is a better option. It huh? is. And I see so many more people doing it. Yeah. Um, I went down and did it one year. I didn't do the whole thing. Um because I wasn't in shape, and it's still hard for three days. It was yeah. a three-day trek. Um, but I would love to go down for like a five-day. There you go. You know, where you can just not just have chill. to. chill. Yeah, a little more. Yeah, than, than just that. really enjoy it. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Saw so many people. But that that race, man, congratulations to every single person that showed yeah. up. That is. And I, we talked about that a little bit on episode, the last episode. Is just the difference between Western and Hard Rock. Yeah. It's such a different race they're both hard they're both hard in their own way yes like i could see myself i could see myself running western oh yeah more than i could hard rock and for not, sure and i'm not saying western's easier no it's gonna be hard it's hard it's heat yeah it's downhill it's there's a lot it's of technical yeah there's a lot of hard yeah. running in on that course um, but when i get up on hard rock oh hard rock, man that altitude and it's a different ball game, but it's so pretty. Yes, that's the hard part. Is yeah, it's everywhere and those thunderstorms. Mm, no, that's the part. Like I've never really been scared of thunder because I've never like Dude, hung out with it until it that day. Awful. And I'm watching these mountainsides light up. Yeah, and I'm like holy shit. That's a different level of poo your pants. Yeah, scared. it is. It is. And that's. I mean, you talk yeah. to the runners and the racers, and I mean, there were we were at the finish line, and people there's probably a hundred people at the finish line at. Nine o'clock at night, yeah, videoing the thunderstorms. Right, like their cameras are pointing. They all said, "Oh, here yeah. comes a runner," and some people would look over, but everybody's like, "Let's do this thunderstorm." Thing. Yeah, it was it's rocking and rolling up there. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Hard rock is hard rock, and uh, my hats off to everybody who mm-hmm. gets in, attempts it. I don't know if that's in my future anymore. I know there's a time, but I, after this weekend, more and more, I'm like. That's probably smart. Yeah, I, you know, my recliner is about the best altitude I'm <laughs> right now. Um, but there was other races. We'll move on. We'll come back to Hard Rock. Okay. But uh, there was Speed Goat, which yeah. this is probably, looking at it, was probably the most stacked Speed Goat field I've seen. Looked pretty good. Um, we've had some big, big names here before here in Utah. 2012 was pretty big. It was. That year Killian was here. Yeah, Killian. You had some Rick, Timothy Olsen, I think, and... I don't know if he's there Ricky that year. Ricky Gates yeah. was here that year. Yeah. There was a that was a big stacked field um, this year. Um, Ruth Cla- Ruth Croft mm-hmm. um, signed up and crushed it. Um, Six twenty three. That's so fast. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, seven minutes later, though, was the second place Taylor Nolan. Um, that's uh, pretty tight for that race. Seven minutes. It is. Um, but then third place 
was a little further back, um, like 701, so mm-hmm. about a half hour-ish back. Right. Um, so, and, but I mean, there was names there like Yao Wang, Ellie Greenwood. Um, oh, uh, Yao Wang didn't start. Oh, she did. Yeah, I don't know why. DNS, huh? Yeah. Hmm. On the men's side, David Sinclair from Vermont. He uh, won in 527. That's fast. Um, it's the slowest winning time since 2011. It's still fast <laughs> in my book. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, let's see, at 527, I might have made the first climb. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Sage Canada was second, two minutes back, and Tim Tolfson was third. Wow. Um, uh, Tim Frerix is listed as a DNF on that race. I can see that, yeah. right? Well, I mean, yeah, for sure. And I don't mean that in any disrespect. No, don't I mean, me come on. He just finished Western States a month ago. Yeah. Um, so that was a big race this past weekend. Well, we'll throw in a couple there's uh, Vermont 100, which is pretty iconic, one of those it originals. One of the originals. Um, the women was Lindsay Simpson. She won there in 1802. Uh, the men's side was Jason Lance in 1536. So, and then we'll come back to that one okay. as well for different reasons. Uh, Tahoe Rim Trail 100 was this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Bree Lambert, she uh, won the women's race 25-18. And I'm going to say this, and I don't mean it, in, this is more of a holy hell factor. She's yeah, right. 50. I know. Way to go. She way out- to go, old chick. Yeah. Right? And we've met Bree, She's and we've awesome. had her on the show, and she is absolutely amazing. But she won the women's race 25-18, 50 years old. I mean, you look at her, she doesn't look 50. No, she doesn't. She's straight, like She's but. like 30. But that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love seeing that come through. Uh, the men's side was Jim Atkinson, 21-11. Um, that's a hard course. It is a hard course. And that's up pretty high in altitude, too. Yeah, I don't know what the elevation is there. Uh, I would yeah. say that's like five, 6,000 feet to start there. Yeah, I think it would have to be. Yeah, it would have to be. There's some of those mountains there. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of some races that took place this weekend. Uh, Badwater is the big one coming up. Everybody's That's talking about. That's going on right now, yeah, isn't as it? We, as we speak, as we I think speak, it started. Right? Um, it's pretty, it's like excessively hot for them right now. I thought it started Monday the 23rd. Does that sound right? I think you're right. Okay. But it's uh, 135 miles in heat, so it takes a little while. Yeah. Like, they're having dumb heat. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. It's like 130 degrees. But see, I think I would do. The only reason I think I could do decent in that race would be my nutrition. I would just take eggs with me and drop them on the concrete yeah, right? every once in a while and just hey, have throw, a fried just egg. Throw up some bacon, you yeah, know, on there. Here fried you go. egg as I go. It's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, here's a, my own aid station. I'm yeah. at breakfast. Yep. Done. Because that's a that's a bugger. I, that's a race I've never looked at and said, huh? That's that'd a big be no. fun. I've never looked at. It's hell uh, no. Hot. Asphalt and just and hot, flat as a pancake. And it's pretty hot, but there's some big hills. <laughs> yeah, and it's hot, and it's really hot. <laughs> um, yeah, those are some big ones going on this past weekend, as well as coming up this weekend. Also, let's not forget, folks. Super excited for the guys and the gals at the putts race. Yep. Palisades Ultra Trail Series. We've been talking about this ever since we heard wind. We've had them on there. Right. And uh, they have gone out of their way, I think, to dial this thing into a different level. Yep. For, especially for a first-year race. Uh, as many races as they're putting on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got a kid's K, a half marathon, a marathon, a 50-mile, and a 100-mile. So... I haven't been following this closely because I'm not running it, but I heard that they had a little bit of, of a kerfuffle with the 50-miler. Okay. okay. Have you heard this? I'm in the marathon, and I know they tweaked the finish to that a little bit. Did they? But I didn't really. I haven't paid close enough attention to the race. I haven't either. No, this is just coming through word of mouth through other people. I, okay. 
I guess for the 50 miler, you had to get bussed out to a different place to start. Okay. All right. And then you were going to finish at the YMCA. Okay. So there was some confusion whether they were going to have a shuttle service running people back out to their cars. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's to what it was. To the start? Yeah, to the start. Okay. Um, and it wasn't really clear. Um, and then also, it's so remote. It is remote. I, from my understanding, I guess there was only two places for drop bags in the 50-miler, which I think is fine. Yeah. And I guess some people were kind of getting upset because the, their crew had to drive, you know, way far away and had to take a three-mile shuttle into the aid station. Okay. Boo-hoo. That's what I'm saying. Dude, they had a good course, and they had to change it. Uh. That bothers me. It bothers me too. It's a race, not for. It's not a spectator sport, no. really. And it's if a there race was two, they signed if up there was for. two drop bags, and then there's enough aid stations. Say there's four of the five aid stations in that first 50 miles. That's enough. Hey, Beaverhead 55k. Yeah. No drop bag. Yeah, well, duh, it's 55k. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking a 50 mile having two drop bags. That's fine, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like a 55k. This had no, and yeah. that 55k. You could have used, I mean, that oh, was yeah. hard. So you you're could, out there a long time. You yes. could have used one. I mean, I first saw them, like, okay, I'm packing a vest. Yeah. Right? But a 50-miler, um, that bothers that bothers me. I, right. I, and, I, and I'm going to touch on this later, too. And but. I'd like to see them, though, do a start-finish at the YMCA for yeah. the 50-mile. Yeah. That is a must. It's necessary. And I hope that they can figure that out. Yeah. Same. Just for all the all the races need to start finish there at that YMCA. Yeah. They got to figure that out somehow. Yeah. That would be um, cool. So that would cut down their logistics, um, but don't kowtow to runners demanding access for their crew. Yeah. My crew need. No. I yeah. That bothers me, especially when you're signing up for a race. It's a race. I mean, it's I, a backcountry uh, race. Well, the marathon, like the marathon. I'm running the marathon. Twenty six point something miles. Right. Maybe. There's three aid stations. Yeah. Okay, three. So, I mean, rounding up, that's like... That's hard. Eight-ish miles apiece. So and that's going to be a hard eight miles. Yeah. I mean, the first the first aid station's at like mile nine point something. Yeah, so let's say 10. So 10 miles. First, yeah. I mean, you're running 10 miles for first aid station. The yeah. second aid station is at mile 17 or 18. Right. So there's another eight. Right. Yep. And there's a... At, from, mile, from those two aid stations, it's all uphill. Yep. For eight miles. Oh, yeah. Um, it's and then, hard. and then you hit mile seventeen-ish. It's downhill, pretty much the finish. But your next aid station's at like twenty-two. Right. So there's three aid stations on a marathon. Yeah. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot. You bring your water. Yeah. I mean, you just have to plan for the race you're running. So it bought, it, it, I'm upset. People were upset about the race not having crew access or had to drive three miles. Holy hell! Go to Western States. Right. You know, you got to drive for freaking ever. Yeah. Bigfoot 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison's running that. We were talking to Logistics Ben, ben Light down there. He says, oh, your crew's going to drive at least 500 yeah. miles. Mm-hmm. 500 miles. Right. No one's complaining about that. Yeah. Or if they are, they might as well just shut their pie hole. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. It's not about crew. It's not about pacers. It's about the runner. Yes. You sign up for a race, just like the guy at Beaverhead that thought Beaverhead was too hard. <laughs> you know, pay attention to what you sign up for. That was There's a story. reason why I haven't signed up for a road marathon. Yeah. People run them all the time. I don't want to run them. I think they suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to run on the road that long. I'm not no. going to foo-foo them. I just no. don't run them. Yeah. If the race is too hard, if it doesn't have crew, if it don't have a pacer and you want one, don't run it. Yeah. 
find something else. I know. There's so, plenty of other races. There is a lot of races out and there. That, just, that really bothered me when I found that out. That and bothers me. So, But I want them to figure out the start-finish thing, though. That would be cool because it they is a cool start-finish. They have to finish that. they got to finish that. they they got to do it. they got to fix that. Yeah. So now, I know they will going forward, but that's one thing that I want to see them. Uh, and I haven't even paid attention to, to my race, to be honest with you. I just yesterday kind of looked at it. Just kind of briefly looked at yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so i got to pack everything with me. Yeah, All right, pretty done. much. And, it, you know, 26-ish or so miles. Right. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll exactly. be a long day. I'm not yep. there to, to win. Unless I start really strong, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I'm excited to see people out this weekend. I let people know on uh, social media I'm gonna have some Trail Manners temporary tattoos. Yeah. So if you find me on Friday, don't know when I'm gonna get there. You have to find me. I'm not searching anybody out. Right. Um, hopefully, I'll be driving a tan Dodge Nitro if it gets there. Um, Are you gonna take the pop up? I don't know. I was planning on anything okay. really yet. I was sleeping in my car this time. Gotcha. I didn't want to put a tent up. That's how lazy I am now. Yeah, I see. But I'm going to have temporary tattoos. You find me, you put one on, you take a cool picture on the course, we'll pick a winner for the prize. I'm also going to have some swag, so come see me. There's a lot of people at Putts that we know, mm-hmm. um, so that should be pretty fun. Um, now let's uh, let's take a different approach now, a little different uh, moment, okay. if you will. Um, we did have um, unfortunate another tragic accident from a trail run. Oh, terrible. Um, so this past week... Um, Hannah Taylor mm-hmm. was uh, in Colorado, the right. Gorge, or excuse me, the Gore Range. Thirty-nine-year-old, uh, she died in a mountaineering accident. Um, she's an accomplished everything, right? Nordic skier, ultra runner, right? Everything. She won the High Lonesome, High Lonesome. Yep. 100 last year. Yep, um, in Salida, um, 29 hours, 59 minutes. Um, yeah, uh, tragic fall. Um, she fell off the ridge. Um, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry to hear stuff like that. I mean, unfortunately it's just a good reminder. I mean, this person was more than experienced in that type of yeah, environment. Capable. Um, and so things happen. happen. And I've seen just in the last two weeks, I've seen some social media photos that really concerned me. Some tomfoolery. Yeah. Some nonsense. Yeah. That yeah. really concerned me. Like, right. like, not really say I, this person's like my best friend that we'd have a sleepover and I'd be the big spoon type friend, right. but I was really concerned for them. I'm gotcha. like, man, please be careful. Right. You know, I mean, no picture's worth what could happen. No. You know, so just just, just be careful out there. Um, things happen. It's tragic. That's why they're called accidents, but we also got to be smart enough not to put ourselves in those positions. Right. And we saw Gabe Joyce. Yeah. Another guy. He was going for a wind uh, FKT on some section. Yeah, the Wind River Range, some, was it 100 miles? No, well, no maybe, I, I don't I know. I can't remember the distance. I didn't pull it up, but he, like that. he broke some ribs. Fell through the snow. Yeah. 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 Um, so, boy, it's just, you can never be too careful. No. And I know, like, as Joel's mentioned more on the podcast, when you're younger, you feel more you feel invincible. Invincible right. or more, you take more chances. Yeah. And I've noticed that in myself as I've gotten older. I'm like, man, I'm good. Nope. Yep, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Yeah. I don't need jalapenos on my burger. Nope. nope. I'm good. <laughs> jalapenos on the burger. <laughs> I won't take any more chances. So, <laughs> yeah, but just be careful out there. Um, boy, we just hate to see stuff like that happen. So, um, yeah, our our condolences to the family there and, and just sad news in, the, in our community and one of our people, so to say. Um, I guess I got ahead of myself, and I didn't announce the winner of the Hard Rock. Um, oh, contest. contest. Who won? So it was close. Yeah. I was pretty impressed. Let me just say that. All right. Um, now, I'm not trying to 
go anywhere than right. than what I'm saying here. And I know people like to skew things, but uh, nobody picked Jeff to win. Okay, it was pretty much uh, I think everybody that entered, and I'm looking real quick. Everybody picked uh, Javier. That's to win. I, I found out that's how you say it. Javier. I yeah. said it Xavier because it's an X. It's Javier. Oh, Professor X is what we call him on the He's show. He's the Xavier. I do. I believe yeah. that. And uh, everybody picked him to win for the men's side. So everybody missed their first pick. On the women's side, it was a little skewed, but uh, we had a lot of people out of 10 guesses. So you mm-hmm. get 10. Everybody at least got six right. So yeah. that's pretty good. 60%. Yes. That's pretty good. The winner um, got eight of oh. 10 right. Um, which, and it's funny that they got all five women. Yeah. And they got five, three of the five men. And one was at Brendan Turnbully, who I saw after, even after the race. He DNF'd. He threw right. up a lot, he said. <laughs> He's like, I just couldn't stop throwing up. That happens at altitude. And he weighs like 115 pounds, gotcha. so you can't throw up too much at 115. Yeah. But nice guy. He didn't. And then he had Professor X winning. But uh, Christopher Pack. Nice. He had eight correct. Whoa. And there were some with seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he definitely nailed the, the – uh, and the, the time was the tiebreaker, which we didn't need here okay. on this one. So – um, Christopher Pack got eight right. Um, and I think the next closest there were one, two, three was seven right. Um, and one of our guests, our, our guesses, David uh, Stevenson, he said if Turtle makes it in, because he didn't, he put this before Turtle found out he wasn't in. He goes, right. he had him first to the river. <laughs> um, with Eric, he's going to give him a helmet and a right. top twenty-five finish. So top twenty-five, yeah. That was, that, uh, uh, that's he funny. he wouldn't even been first to the river because it's uphill. That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Christopher Pack, go ahead and shoot me an email, manners at trailmanners dot com. We'll get you some cool gear out just for winning. And thanks for all those who participated. Definitely wasn't as deep as the Western race, um, but we appreciate everybody that uh, participated in that one. Right. Um, now let's. Uh, I'm going to get into the debates now. Okay. Before we start going down further, because they've been on my mind hard. Okay. I had to drive by myself. But you then, had a lot to think about. I totally. Your car yeah, down. I tried. And, I, and Dave Matthews Band has his own serious radio station right now, Channel gotcha. Three. That's yeah. All I listen to. Okay. Live concerts and everything. Mm-hmm. But let's start with uh, Vermont. Oh yeah, it's a good. Okay. One. Let's yeah. start with the Vermont, and then we'll because Hard Rock had a couple. So Vermont right. 100, there's some some uh, controversy coming out of that. Right now, before I start, let's just make sure everybody knows the Vermont 100 race director is a woman. Mm-hmm. She's a female. Right. She's been coming under some social media heat because she goes ten deep in prizes for men. Right. And five deep for women. For women. And people got wind of that and just Lit scolded her, her bad now, on did, social did media. Did she have a response? She did. Okay. She had an amazing, very eloquent response, probably better than, and I hope, I, I, if this was me, I would have had to definitely take a couple of days off right. before I wrote it. Yeah. She did it, and I'm like, man, this this lady has is, is got it. Right. And essentially, she said, you know, when I took this over, there was t- top ten awards, period. Yeah. Not genders. It was oh, top yeah. ten. Right. So in this race... It was mainly top 10 men. Right. Right? So they changed it, and they went to top 10 men, top five females, because like this year, last year it was 79% male race. Mm-hmm. This year it was 76%. Okay. And kind of her feeling and thought was this is, you know, the men 1 through 10, it's tight. And, yeah. and then so on. Right. right. To 15, 20, who knows. Right. Well, women, she was finding that one through five was pretty tight, mm-hmm. but five through 10 was not, as we saw even on Hard Rock's results. Yes. And so she's like, I'm just going, you know, based on percentage of runners. Right. And what their finish time, you know, kind of is, that's what she decided. Right. 
Now, two things that catch my attention here. One, she's got blasted for being she not did. gender equity. She got skewered. Well, this is a female runner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's that, and it's her race Yep. right now. Mm-hmm. It's her race. Mm-hmm. And she had, I mean, if you if you go, and I'll see if I can post this if anybody wants to go back and read her response uh, through our show notes. She went in and really dove in. She, like, just, I mean, she threw it out out there. She's like, here's the right. statistics. Yep. Here's why. Mm-hmm. It's something she says, I'm totally open to addressing things like this yeah. in a positive manner. If right. you want to actually have a conversation with me, right. we can do this. If you want to just blast me, basically get bent. Yeah. You know, um, which I totally agree. Now, this year, she, like she said, she goes, well, you know, we already had our awards ordered this year anyway right. and paid for. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to get stuck with extras. No, stick know? with it. So I think it's something she will um, – she talked about um, – she'll t- look into in the future, but she says that the structure has been advertised and people signed up for the race, so it doesn't seem fair to change the structure now. No. Right? Like when you sign up, it's there. Not it tells you all the, the info. Right. Yeah. Um, I, some people came to her defense said, you know what? This is a great race. It's It's coming on. Let's just focus on the positive. Right. But my thoughts on this – are going to go back to something I will always say on any race. It's the race director, whoever it is, right. it's their race. And if you don't like it, don't run it. <laughs> if you don't like it, right. don't run it. I would like to see her just go top five male and top five female. And that's what they talked yeah. about is I, top I'd like five to see moving five. forward, just do that. And, and I, I think, personally, that's what's going to happen next year. You know, whatever money it, it is, six through ten for males, just put that into the race. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what it'll be. Yeah. But... People, it's been there. Yeah, it's no been one there for, balked at it for until, a couple of years yeah, at least, right? No one's balked at it till now, right? And it's a hot and heavy subject. It and is. There's more articles coming out. There's right. more more people talking about it. And I'm definitely, I I believe in the whole. If a man wins first at this price and a woman wins first, they the prize money should mind. be the same. Yes. Like I totally believe in right. that. But I think we have to take a step back for a minute too, and look at. You know, like people complain about hard rock. Oh, my gosh, there's hardly any women, like 10 women in the race. Right. Well, well it's a lottery. It's not based on right. men and women, right? Yeah, there's a smaller percentage of women putting in for the race. Yeah, and then there's a flip side. Some women, you know, some people are saying, well, then they should allot so many spots for women. No. And then there's women saying, I don't want, that's like reverse right. discrimination almost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no. So I feel bad for this woman. Um, She's doing the best she can. She is. She thought she had a good solution not a problem, but a way of awarding her her finishers. And it probably wasn't the best, and I'm, I'm totally confident she's going to fix it moving forward. I do, too, and I think what she says is, like, why do you have to blast somebody? Right. You I think I mean? that they could have, before this blew up, somebody should have reached out to her and said, hey, you know, why is there this disparity? Or or even if you have a problem, again, why not just ask the question? Because, I mean, I right. saw some comments that were just, like, from left field. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is a joke. Right. And, again, it's so it's her race. Yeah. She can do what she wants. If you mm-hmm. don't like it, don't run it. If you want to talk to her about it, she's totally open to it. She right. had an open dialogue on her blog post. Yeah. Um, but it just and, – and then the next subject, I mean, we're not killing this one, but the next one over to what we'll talk about, the hard rock thing, kind of goes back to the same thing. It's – at the end of the day, these race directors, you know, I mean, you got two races, Vermont and Hard Rock, that have been around a long time. Yeah, unless you put on a big race like, like this, you have no clue. You don't. And there's so many 
intricacies to everything. The variables are infinite. And that's like this hard rock one we'll talk about. Right. Um, hard rock, as you've known, as you've heard if you've been living under a rock, um, Javier was hours ahead. Really? Javier? I'm just trying to be nice. Javier. I know. Come on. I just don't want to be that guy. So he was way ahead of yeah, second like place. Almost two hours. And right. he got disqualified. Now, I was there. Right. So there's a few things I know. That maybe we all don't know. And it's not even that. It's just being there. Right. Um, number one, the heat. He mm. passed through, and I saw exactly where he was. Right. I didn't see him pass through. I wasn't the guy that took the photo. I right. wasn't that guy. Mm. But I, I was on the course at right. 2.30 in the afternoon. It was hot as balls. In that area. It was hot. Yeah. And that area where he was running, out of you, Ray, it's uphill. Yep. And you go to Bear Creek, which mm-hmm. is the road, and there's a parking lot right there. Right. Well, f- I was driving Jeff Hart and another gentleman named Joel to U-Ray from Silverton. Right. They needed to catch their pacers. So I'm driving them there, and this Joel guy in the back seat, I'd never met him. He just caught me and said, hey, you going to U-Ray? I said, yeah. Right. He's like, jump in. <laughs> nice. Um, he's done it all. He's done TDG, UTMB four times, done wow. Hard Rock. I didn't know who he was, but right. he's legit. Yeah, he right? is. And he's, we're talking about the race. Well, I get to... To you, Ray, and people are like, oh, my gosh, yeah, dude, Javier, he didn't stop. And it was hot. It was 2.30 in the afternoon. He went through you, Ray, without stopping, basically. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's one thing. I And I'm, I wasn't there, but I heard that from multiple so people. So he aided before the aid station. I, I, no, here's what I think. I think he, you know, what he got caught was after the aid station. Yeah, that's why I thought he got caught. He got caught. So I think he they planned that because it's a parking lot yeah. right on the road. I uh-huh. think he planned to run through, and that was his aid. Oh. So when they say he took a couple sips of water... And ice cubes, and they people said, oh, he's fiddling with his pack. I mean, I've heard so many. You can go to I Run Far, read their right. description. I still don't think the truth is anywhere. Because gotcha. I've heard, I've seen photos. I've heard yeah. four or five different people's accounts. I've read online, and every single one is different. Like, there's huh. not one that's identical. So from the aid station to where he... It was like two miles. ...hated two miles. Mm-hmm. It just still doesn't make sense. And he had a ways to go before his next aid station. Well, I get that. So I'm saying, I think I per- I think it was planned stop. That's right. what I think. He had okay. a crew. I think it was a planned stop. Huh. Because he ran through U-Ray at 2.30. Right. It was hot. Yeah. And he had, I don't know how many miles to the next aid station. Right. And they're it's, uphill. It's uphill. Yeah. And, you know, I again, I wasn't huh. there. I wasn't, I'm not the, just the, I don't know the judge on this by any okay. means, but I was like, that's weird right. to me. Like I couldn't imagine in the heat of the day running through an aid station if I knew I had six miles to go uphill to uphill. the next one. You know like what I mean? Like a lot of uphill too, yeah. I think. So hmm. anyway. The plot so, thickens now. It, at the whole time, t- none of this makes sense to me. Like right. I've read and seen, and I, I was there and I did hear the story that night because people like, oh, I can't believe they waited till mile 91. They let him go 30 some miles. Right. But here's the, th- and I agree with this section. So they didn't know everything that happened yet. They yeah, had a photo. they were collecting information. They were collecting information. There was a language barrier. Yes. And this course is remote, so the race committee couldn't get to the runner right. in time. Yep. And I'm telling you what, the last thing you're going to do is throw on an aid station captain. Oh, you got to DQ the runner. Yeah, you don't right? do that you to your do aid that. station So that captains. was as close as they could right. find him. Mm-hmm. And then they offered, hey, you can finish, right. you know, but it won't be an official time. Yeah. And he did the right thing by saying no. I think so, because it would have taken away, you know, people seeing him running in right. and everything else. Um, but it's just, I've read, I've read two days' worth of reading on this. I, I did spend some time last night reading. And I didn't want to, but you get down, and I was getting upset, and I'd have to stop for a minute. Right. You know, just some people, again, I think they just approach it just so 
callously. Well, I think the people are not waiting to hear all the facts first, yeah. right? It's so easy to jump to that judgment yeah. right away, yep. right? And one thing I did notice, too, if I went back and looked at a lot of comments, um, a lot of the bashing came from Europeans. They were pissed. I saw that. A lot of them were. Mm-hmm. And I and say I that because why. some of their names I couldn't pronounce right. and some of them were in different languages I, when they talked. I get it. I, they're, they're upset because they're, they're, they're homeboy. Yeah. And they're was saying, oh, winning, this... Was winning the race, and we haven't had an American win hard rock in a very long time. Yeah. And they said, oh, if this was Dakota Jones, would you have DQ'd him? Yes. I think they would have. Right. I think they would have DQ'd whoever it was. Yeah. Because, again, it's... You, you got to, and I know Dale not as good as a lot for sure. I've right. had many conversations. I did this weekend with him, some of the other committee. Um, it's still, it is a race, but it's more of a, a family thing. They're not going to just, I don't think still they're going to favor people like that. No, probably not. And um, it opened a can of worms on many levels because people are going back, well, Jamil, he crossed. Yeah, I um, saw that. You know, he crossed the river, the river and took a beer. Yeah. You know, oh, there was a lady up having. Uh, uh, she was handing out her candies. Yeah. You know, um, that you can. Oh, people are saying, oh, you can get water out of a creek. Right. That's but that's the that's available station. to everybody. That's the thing to me on yeah. that one. Um, and then people are saying, oh, well, it's safety because what if he's dehydrated? Well, then he should have stopped in Uray. If yeah. it's a safety issue, he should have right? used. I the mean, now that you know that information that he did not. I mean, if he legitimately did not stop in Uray, he just ran through. That's what I heard. Every account I heard, I never heard he stopped. And if you need to go back and look at his split for that was yeah. it just in and out yeah i don't know then that's fishy and it's a i mean it's a it just the thing about to me people saying oh they should have given him a time delayed him two hours one hour right okay where how do you figure that out you know what i mean if that has to be set ahead of time yeah because if they would have said two hours that, one whatever hour, infraction they decide on it that needs to be set in the rules yeah because if they would have done an infraction, but then that opens up that can of worms even more to be like oh, well i'm only going to get an hour penalty i'm gonna I'm cheat just, i'm gonna cheat <laughs> or or oh they they instead of docking him an hour they docked him two so right. second play could get closer to him yeah you know what i mean i mean there's no way to make it fair Unless you said you go in beforehand, but then you have to do everything. Okay, if you take water and ice, mm-hmm. it's a one-hour penalty. Right. If you take a beer, it's two. Right. If you get in a car, it's DQ. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, like, I mean, but they they kind of have to at this point. The, but you know what's going to happen though? This isn't just Hard Rock now. This is every race out there. Yeah, it's true. It's because I mean, you've heard. We're it. going to talk about this for the next year, probably. Because you've heard people talk. Oh well, I'm a runner, and I gave another runner a gel because they were struggling. Yeah. Is that illegal? Is that I was talking to Jim Skaggs about this this morning, and I said, you know, the three times I've been on the Wasatch course running, I've seen people take aid on the road going to Upper Big Water. Yeah, somebody pulled over on the side of the road. Had their trunk open, and somebody's over there getting aid. Didn't bug me. Yeah. Well, that's their that's their their thing. They're they're cheating. That's their thing. Speed go. I remember someone handing out uh, Otter Pops one year that was a spectator at the top of the lift. I thought that was normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was a spectator. It wasn't well, anybody had to do with the race. Yeah. It was just a spectator had an ice chest of Otter Pops. I took them. I took one. They're good. You know, I mean, I wasn't thinking it was aid. I mean, number one, I'm you know. Middle, Hot. yeah, middle of the pack, if that. It's just otter pop. It probably did more damage than help. You <laughs> yeah, know? exactly right. Um, but it is. It's going to have to open up that whole, the, the muling thing, because people said, oh, when Killian went Western, he didn't carry water bottles. 
the first year. Because he didn't have wire balls the first year, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. And so, oh, did he take them from his pacers? Did he wait till yeah. aid station? I, mean, I think he waited till aid stations. But it's going to be kind of that, you know, that thing where every single race is going to start to be criticized now because of hard rock. And if they don't, right. then it's more of a yeah. hard rock thing. And I think it's good, though. I, in a way, I think it's good. It's going to make the race directors really tighten up their, their rules. Well, and it's, it's going to make things more susceptible to... Um, things happening on the course that you're not anticipating. Like there's things that are going to happen that you didn't plan for. Right. right? You know, as far as give me an example, well, it's like lady handing out candy. Right. It's, I mean, cause hard rock, there's people that hang out on peaks. Yeah. Photographers. I yeah. mean, someone made a great point. Oh, well, so-and-so ran a race with five photographers running around them. That oh, gives them yeah. moral support. Good job. You're doing good. Or no, it's a that, pacer. I saw that. That's, you know what I mean? That's true. There's, there's that. There's right. that realm. There's, I mean, there's so many little nuances. And Carl mm-hmm. Meltzer on social media comes out and says, no pacers, no crews, problem solved. Did you see how many people jumped on that bandwagon? Yeah. I'm a strong believer in that philosophy if you're prepared as a runner. Yeah. I think there's way too many people jumping on that bandwagon. They're not ready to actually embrace that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree. And if that race, if you run a race with no, that has that, because there are races that you can't pacers, there's mm-hmm. races you can't have crew at aid state, whatever. I mean, that's the rules. It is. But it's not like this is something, oh, it's my second hundred, I'm going no pace, no crew. Some right. people might be able to do that. Yeah. But there's some that would not be able to do that. Right. You know? Um, but again, it almost upsets me to the point where what's happening to trail running? Two, three, this, five years ago, this, this was a non-issue. This was, this was um, inevitable. Because yeah, of how many people are, are participating now? I think it's inevitable on that realm, but I think, again, with the way social media is and is how many it people, amplifies it, it amplifies everything. Yeah. But like I said, I think it's, this is going to be a good time for all the race directors to kind of tighten up their rules mm-hmm. and be very specific. Well, well Killian chimed in and, and defended yeah. Hard Rock. And oh, yeah. He totally. got blasted. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, um, it's, it's that social media thing where people will say outrageous things. Because they're not face to face. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No one will say something to my face. I'll yeah, I mean, swallow. Well, I mean, if you're going to say that to my face, then that says a lot about who you are yeah. as a person. Yeah. You're, you're, you're nasty, you're ugly, and you're not nice. Yeah. But it's, and someone's like, oh, but in the rules, it does say no outside aid, but it also says no whining. You know what I mean? And right. everybody whined. Oh, I saw that. You know, and it's like, oh, my God, this is getting so out of control That right was now. somebody just being you know, and, and Yeah, and so that's a, that's where I, I yeah. bother with all this. As I was there, I felt the the tension right. being there. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it was tense. Yeah. You know, and it kind of spoils the event at that point. You know, and I feel bad for Jeff Browning because yeah, he had that, nothing to do with this. That's not the way he wanted to win. He went but out, he rose to ran the his race. Right? Oh, yeah, he ran the race, he, and he would have been happy with second. Hell you know, yeah. He ran his race. He killed it. Yep. He wins first, and some people, oh, he doesn't deserve it. I'm like, uh, yeah, he does. Okay, well, number one, he did that many miles in that amount of time, Right. and he didn't. And he kept it together. Yeah. Once he found out what was going on, he kept it together, and he still had to run hard because yeah. Jeff Rome was closing hard. And And – I, I give all the credit to Jeff Browning because he's come out and said it's not the way he wanted to win. Right. But, again, he had no choice in it. Yeah. He did what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I commend Javier. He commented on Jeff running a good race. Right. So I, com- I commend that. But right. at the end of the day, to me, 
people say, oh, it's a gray. I don't think it's gray when it says no aid outside of aid stations. Yeah. No. I don't think that's a gray area. Yeah. And people want to jump on and say, oh, you should have penalized them. It didn't say potential time penalty. Yeah, that's not in their rules. It just said potential DQ. Yes. It didn't say we might we might timed it. It said potential DQ. Now, this right. is the first time this has happened, and yeah. of course, we had another DQ. I'm sure they're going to revisit this, and maybe changes will come out of this. They have to. You know, the year that's run that direction, and it's really hot, have an aid station right there, just water and ice. You could. Yeah. Right? Have water and ice up there. If you can drive up to that spot. There's a parking lot. That eliminates that problem. But the problem, right? the problem is that parking lot, you have to cross the road. And so I don't know if that adds more to if That road's nasty. Oh, is it? It is. Well, it's I mean a, like danger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a single lane cliff on one side. Gotcha. Um, it's dangerous. I would not want people crossing it to get water. Right. And again... I don't think it was. I don't think it was too. I think if you got you Ray and the next, I think you're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't think you need, even if it's hot. It's right. not like hot like we experience. It's okay. hotter there, but I don't think right. it's to the point where you can't make it six miles. Oh, okay. You know what I mean. That explains something. Yeah. Now. It's not. It's. I think, like I said, I. Think I was just trying to eliminate that that potential problem in the future. Yeah, right? and it's and really that's what's that's what's crazy. I don't think it's really been that big of a problem in the past because. Right. Again, and, and people are like, well, you're European. Europeans are tighter on their aid station rules than the U.S. are. I think right? they are. So that's why. I mean, that's I've never run there, but everybody said that. Right. Killian came out. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like he should. I think he should have known. Like I don't think there's an excuse for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's like you had it, an aid station. It's weird. It's great to see your girlfriend right. and your Pacers girlfriend. That's yeah. great. And I don't think a kiss is you know aid, but you know. And you're not supposed to do this. It, it right. gives you 400 feet or something outside the aid station. Right. If you don't want to get caught up in the mess, you raise crowded. Right. It's a big park, but mm-hmm. parking's hard. Then just don't worry about it. You know? It's, yeah. It, it just, to me, it just got blown out of proportion on different levels. I, I just think you broke the rule. Right. Pay the price. He said he may not come back again. He's kind of tarnished. Yeah, right. I mean, you know? he... The only reason to come back is for redemption. And he right? wanted to beat Killian's record. He And he probably could. It would have been really close. He was yeah. behind. At that point. Yeah, he was behind. He but has I'm not a good saying, day. Yeah. He can, he's probably really close to it. But to me, at the end of the day, you broke the rule. Yeah. I'm not saying you cheated. I'm not saying you're Lance Armstrong. I'm not, oh, yeah, you know definitely what I mean? not. I'm just saying, okay, you broke the rule. Yeah. You're DQ'd. Yeah. Done. You know right. what I mean? You admitted to breaking the rule. Right. It well, wasn't like a small infraction. I don't believe it was personally because there's no. I've heard oh they were playing with his pack. Yeah, it wasn't just two. I mean, he said I took two sips of water. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't buy that. I really don't. I'm gotcha. sorry. I didn't. I wasn't there, but I mm-hmm. heard things, and I don't buy you took two sips of water. Right. Why'd you stop? Are you just covering yourself at that yeah. point, saying no I just one else took two there. sips, but really got full on AIDS. And I have nothing against even even with this. I'm like, I would love to see him come back and do well. I do too. But at the end of the day, because that's what our community is about. Yeah. It, and even down there, it wasn't like. People were pissed off or, right. you know, it was like, man, that sucks. Yeah. You know? I mean, he was having a good day. He was. And everybody wanted to see him do well. Jeff mm-hmm. Browning would be the first to tell you. He won the race. Right. He'd, be, he'd be the first to tell you, I wish he wouldn't have got DQ'd. Yeah. As much as he wanted to win that. And I think that, you know, a lot of people wanted to see the time bonus or the yeah. time penalty thing. That's tough. How yeah. do you decide that? That's what I'm saying. It's a piece of candy. The amount is the same as a water and ice cube. Really? I mean, that, that's that's hard to mm-hmm. implement that. Well, and, and you're talking a 100-mile race, mm-hmm. right? So does an hour make a difference? Does two hours make a do, difference? I think if does you do a time penalty thing, it's the difference between you and the next person. Okay. So you're saying... So you're saying they would have said, okay, you're you're two and a half hours ahead of Jeff. We're yep. docking you. Two. When Jeff catches you, you can go. 
or you dock two I like and that half. idea. You know what I mean? It's no, like, but I think at that point, you know, at, from the last aid station, okay, now you guys are on equal footing. Okay, what if it's the 12th place guy? What does he do? Same thing. Five minutes? Yeah. So that's where it's not fair, right? I know, I know it's not fair. It can that, never be fair. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's why, to me, fairness is you do it, you're out. Right. It's harsh. Everybody said that's harsh. I agree it's yeah. harsh, but you knew it was harsh. You right. knew you shouldn't have done it. So to me, it's like you break the rule. It's right. the same for first place and last place. Yeah, that's the, that's the important thing is having so, that continuity between the first runner and the last runner. Because people are like, oh, it wasn't worth a DQ and such a big – well, then why did he do it? Right. You know, I mean, he's the one that put himself in that I think the information that, that you brought forward saying that you think that he did a full-on aid station there. And I'm not saying he, like, ate a burrito or – but I think he used that as an aid station. Right. Because if – it makes sense to use yeah. that out of anywhere on oh, the yeah. course, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. You're far enough ahead. Right. And then, and then I'll regress. This next part is the people that are getting upset with uh, the guy that took the photo, you know? Oh, it's yeah, like, poor guy. He's getting beat. It's like you didn't do anything wrong right? out of everybody. You just present, you presented the information. Right. You didn't make the decision. That guy should have said, listen, here's the photo. you got to keep me anonymous. Yeah, and he's yeah. come out. He's been hammered on Facebook. Right. I've read the post there. He's been just getting ridiculed because right. apparently he went to Jamil and said, Jamil, what should I do? Because he knows right. Jamil, and Jamil's like, oh, you got to give this to Dale right away. Right. And so now people are pissed at Jamil saying, oh, Jamil, you cheat, and the others <sighs> won't. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's that... And that's why I think it's sad to me is, like, Jamil had a beer a mile, two miles from the finish line yeah, crossing so the river. Hot. You know, and they're like, oh, well, he took aid outside an aid station. You know what I mean? And I see the point. I'm yeah. not saying I don't because right. it is. It's it's really apples to apples. Yep. It is. I mean. <laughs> so that's where I think you come into trouble. Right. You know, there's been, yeah, I, that's where I think. If this would have been like a middle of the packer, this would be a non-issue, pretty much. Maybe. I don't know. I think it would have been because there's just so much focused on this, and it just right. got the ire of different communities. Right. Um, but being there, just it didn't, it didn't. I want them to come out and make a comment on Jamil. I really do. I think. They need to. They do. They need to one way or another. Yeah. You know, and. Because it's fair. It's fair, and you know that those aren't the only instances. Oh, God, How no. many times we – well, I haven't done it, like, along the – I've done an aid station and some beer. Oh, God, yeah. But it's like how many times has that occurred where, like, you've done it, you've seen it, and you're like, right. it doesn't bother me. So it how many bother pe- me. How many yeah. people see it in every race and just like, I don't care? Yeah. It really doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know, it's like they're not getting in a car and taking a ride. That would bother me. That would bother me, you and know? I would report something like oh, that. Oh, I would, too, in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, I would do in a heartbeat, but – to me, it just it just sad that it took away from it, mm-hmm. and there's some solid points out there, but right. there's more. Sh- there's more shenanigans than. There's people anything, just trying right? to make make right. more more fire out of what's there, you know. Yeah. And then the second guy, Dima. So the guy that got. <laughs> so that's what's funny, is the pacer, Dima's pacer at the time, is the dude I gave the ride to. Oh really? Yeah. The gotcha. Oh. So they that pay, that runner just was like, I, I'm not hanging out here. It's dangerous. Right. I'm off course, and the yeah. pacer's like, you can't do this. You know, so he made his own decision. That one, to me, is more cut and dry. It's like yeah. you went off course. Right. You didn't join the course where it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could see if you're on a peak 
lightning hits, you're terrified, right. you go down some other direction yep. to get off the peak, right. out of danger, then come back when it's over, come back up and continue the race. I don't think, okay, you went a mile off trail, right. but you still ran the race. It wasn't like you shortcutted. It wasn't like, right. As long know. as you come back to the point where you exactly. went off the course. Yeah, exactly. On your own power. Yep, exactly. You not, taking a, not taking a car ride. Yeah. Your own so, power, then that's fine. So that one's to me, I mean, it's it's crazy that there's never been a DQ in Hard Rock history 25 years and had two in the yeah, same two. year. And the guy that went off course... That was so legit. Yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, that's my yeah. brain. And it should, there should be no argument, no discussion on no. that one. That guy was seemed to be a little irked about it. And he's a very seasoned runner. Yes, he is. For sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think that's where I struggle, too, is maybe, and I didn't read everything with the Dima yeah. and everything, where he's a seasoned and he was irked. I just, I look at it and go, how could you be upset? Exactly. You've done this long enough. Right, you and I know. Look, and I look at Javier, and I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah. you've done this long enough. You've been in big races. You've right. raced in Europe. Would you Maybe have done this? Maybe he's gotten away with this in the past. That's what people are saying. Is this the only spot he's done it? Right. You know what I mean? Have you, would you do this at UTMB? Answer, Maybe he's gotten away with it. But UTMB. I'm saying, but would you? The answer should be no. Oh, yeah, definitely you know I mean? no, right? There's so, more people there. Yeah, there's more more of that. So, And that, I think that's what came up as people saw his crew in multiple places. Right. No one saying, and he didn't come out. And that's what was funny is if you read one of the things I, I read from somebody when they came out and kind of talked to him, it was almost like he was explaining a different stop. So hmm. it sounded like he did this more than once during the race. Maybe he did. And so when they came to him the first, they said, hey, da-da-da-da, he right. was explaining a different time. Gotcha. And so it's like, well, did you do this more than once? Right. Now, apparently he said he didn't, but again, you never know. Right. I hate so, to see it. So <laughs> all we know is we can go off of what we've heard. Right. You know, we saw a photo. Right. I think that's, you can't really tweak that. But again, no. the photo you look at, you can't really tell what's going on too No, much. you can't. Um, but he did come out, and he's the one that said, oh, he, he admitted it. Yeah, he admitted it. But I don't know. It just really bothered me. It, right. it still does just because of the the change that's going to, and I feel bad, I feel, you know what I feel bad for is all the race directors right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it gives them a chance to tighten up their rules. Well, that's what we, where have we been this last year? We've right. been to Kelly Agnew in the bathrooms, so people have to tighten up those <laughs> rules. You know what I mean? I still laugh when I think about yeah, that. Yeah, but people have to tighten those rules up. Rightfully know? so. I totally agree, but as a race director, it's not like... You want to give the benefit of the doubt to the runners. You can't anymore. But it's like, I understand There's the so littering. many people in races now with such a diverse background. Mm-hmm. It's not like the good old days. It's not. No, it's not. And even the good old days, we had people that cheated yeah. all well, the time. You always will, I think, to a degree. But I, I, just, I just find it sad that now these race directors just have to... It's and just I, a sign of the times. It is, but they have to just really, really, really... I mean, almost every race should have a committee, and the committee should be in charge of going out and finding issues now. You know what I mean? It's well, like, what could happen on this course? You know, what happens on a 100-mile is pretty universal throughout the country, right? Yep. Like, the rules are going to be really similar. Yeah. Right? There, there's maybe one or two that are kind of outliers. And then you go down in distances, and... That can trickle down from 100 to 50. You're still dealing with the same issues. But then when you get to the shorter ones, they've got issues that the 100 milers don't have. No, yeah, for right? sure. So it just gives us all a chance to tighten up our rules. Well, and I think it's a good opportunity for us to help help the race directors mm-hmm. kind of monitor these things. Yeah. 
because they can't be everywhere. Oh, Lord, no. You know? and They, they do their best. They, you know, they do. And you look at some of the race, and I'm not saying every single race director is awesome because I know some that aren't, but for the most part they are, especially these bigger ones. Like, they're so <laughs> invested at Hard Rock. That's funny. You know what I mean? I know which one you're talking about. But at Hard Rock, they're so invested in what it is. Yeah, you know they I mean? are, right? It's the community. I it mean, really that is. town just relishes this race. Right. By the, this will be a side note in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I so Beaverhead, race I ran two weeks ago, you could get aid on that course with a four-wheeler pretty easily, and some people would never know because there's four-wheelers that can drive up and down. Oh, right? yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. So I think that's why I get concerned with people in races. So if, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking of ways to cheat, quit listening to this podcast. Nah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want you. Um <laughs> But that's it is. It's where people are trying to figure out ways to get an advantage, whether it's right, right. or wrong. And if it's a question, don't do it. That's why I tell my kids. Yeah. If you have to make a decision, if you're doing something, and in your head you're kind of thinking, is this right or wrong? Don't do it. Yeah. That's why I tell my kids. Yeah. You can always go back and figure mm-hmm. it out and do it again. But if it's questionable, just my, don't my wife do it. tells me that with the burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, if you gotta think about this, you probably shouldn't eat it. Do you want to eat the second one or not? These are from Beto's. And the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I want to eat it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I just don't expect you to listen to me to complain tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, again, um, I know everybody has their opinion. Right. I, I really like our community because when we've had these discussions, they stay pretty tight. They don't get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Even on I Run Far, I was reading some and people were just being buttholes. They were. You know, and I'm like, you really need to do that. Like, I would like to meet you. Just yeah. because I want to see... Is you, are you, are you that way in person? <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. a parent? Would you say this to your kids? I think a lot of people are that way, that though, sucks. unfortunately. That just sucks. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, you know, I know where I'm going after my my life is over, and I'm okay with it. Right. But I, I try to be good. How's yeah. that? Exactly. Right? There you go. Um, but I just see people out there, uh, and I feel I feel bad I do, for Javier still. Even though yeah. he's the one that broke the rule, I it's unfortunate. I feel bad because it's Javier now, not Xavier. <laughs> that's really bothered. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most now. <laughs> now you're bummed. You're going to go to social media. super bummed, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's kind of the controversy we had. Um, it's an, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But I don't. You can, you can come to me with whatever you want. People did down there. They asked me my thought, and I said he should have been disqualified. Right. And they said, don't you think that's harsh? I'm like, yeah. But it's the rule. That's the rule, and if he's taking full aid, yes. And they're saying, but it says could be. I'm like, you know what? They have to word if, it that way. But you know what? If I if I could die on the tip of that ridge, will I do it? Probably not. Yeah. Because I could die. I don't right. know. You know what I mean? It's like if you, if the if the the situation is a could, you got to really think about it. Right. You know what I mean? And it says, and that's not just to me taking aid outside of an aid station isn't something I would read on a race website. I just think that in, it's just, that's how races are. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And I think seeing through the pre-race meeting, they made that abundantly clear. Yeah. Just like people tell, oh, if you litter during this race, you get DQ. I'm like, that should not even be a rule. That should be the way it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You I mean, shouldn't have no to say brainer. it. Yeah. And I think some of these are that way. Yeah. For example, uh, Pony Express. You have to provide your own aid. That's what you hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you hear people say, oh, crap. That's a, so that's another thing that maybe we should talk about at some other point is that Pony Express one. Yeah. I, I don't like that format. You don't? Of them, You have to provide your own aid. I think it makes it harder on the runners. So if you don't know what this race is, um, they have a 50-mile option and a 100-mile option, and you have to provide your own aid station. You're basically, your car drives around. Yeah, so your car you will drive down the roads and wait for you. Yeah. 
And so that basically means that this whole race is littered with cars. Yeah. Creating dust, creating – it's not probably going to create too much of a safety hazard for runners because the cars are going so slow, but maybe they're going fast. I don't like that format. Well, He can easily set up an aid station halfway on the course. So here – I'm going to be the devil's advocate on that one. My thing is that's just that race, right? That's how that race is, and people like that. And people will run yeah, it for that reason. I, like, I, 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 won't, I understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't like – I wouldn't. I don't like breathing dust when I'm on a normal but that's, race. that's the thing. You know? Why, but I just why have your runners suck all that dust? Maybe they don't as much as we – I don't know. I've never no, been down do. there. I've talked to runners out okay. there. It's, just, it's a dusty course. Yeah, and I just think to me that's That takes away from, from the enjoyment of racing. It's all those – Damn cars out there! It's a Pony Express. There's no joy in that to me. Yeah, I know people I, okay. love it. It's just not that my was race. A tangent. Yeah. All right, let's go back to where we are. Let's wrap up this hard rock. Yeah, so we've been on it for a while. Yeah. So anyway, if you if you ask me, you can debate just like a short corner. He deserved to be disqualified. Oh. Right. I mean, I, there's no debate to me. I understand it. I, right. I've read everything, but at the end of the day. I would expect to be disqualified if I did that. Right. Period. And I wouldn't, but I would expect to. Right. Now, if you really want to bust into it, what about, like, Jamil's beer? What about the candy on the top of the peak? I think that's where you get sketchy. Ooh, if yeah. it's not your crew, because I hear people say, what if it's not your crew? What if it's just right. somebody doing something And that's nice? where I think that they're going to clarify things. Yeah, and that's where I think it gets, it's just, no matter what the decisions come out for these, there's going to be arguments, because people are never yeah. going to be happy. But and if you don't like the rule, don't run the race. That's what I'm saying. There we go. Back to the end of the day, end of discussion, if you don't like it, don't run it. Because people go. are saying... Oh, well, I've never want, I'm never going to want to put in for red, Hard Rock again after that. Well, okay. then don't. Then don't. Then someone else is going to get in that wants to. That's right. You know what I mean? It's yep. like, if you don't want and people, I think, I read some comments, people bashing what happened based on them not getting into Hard Rock. You know what I mean? I it's, did see it, a lot of people it was more upset of a, about that. It was more of a, well, I'm just not going to put in anymore. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. Don't. Don't. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you're just pissed because you've never been in. Yeah. And you're 57 now. Oh. You start putting in when you were 20. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, I think at the end of the day, and we've said this on our show, and there's races I like that I wouldn't run, and it's because it's me, right? It's like, yeah. it's, I'm not saying it's a bad race. It's just not, inter- it's not interesting to me. Right. So and so I'm not going to run it. I'm not going to rip on them. I'm just not going to run it. Right. And so if you don't like... The rule of no aid. If you don't like how Dell handled it, don't, and you don't want to run the race, don't. Because he's going to have plenty of people that still do. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? It's still the hardest 100-mile race in the country. Mm. Throw Western in there. And there's a few no. others. But I'm Parkland. saying, well, yeah, that's not a 100-mile race. That thing's a junk. Oh. Okay, so I'll tell you a Barkley <laughs> story real quick. Okay. So the guy that I, Joel, the guy yeah. that I went over to you, Ray, right. he ran the Barkley Fall oh. Classic. Oh, okay. Yeah? Oh, yeah. he's done Barkley. Yeah. He did the Barkley Fall Classic. He said it was harder than Barkley because... What? He How's said that? he said going up rat jaw, mm-hmm. the bushes were like 15 feet tall. Like they oh. weren't cut down. He says, you're crawling through them, he told me. And I'm like, son of a... <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, right? So anyway, regress there. But yeah, end of the day, if you don't like the race, if you don't like what they do, just don't run it. There you go. You can go on the course. You can go run down in Silverton anytime you Heck want. Yeah. And I've done that, and I've never run the race. So if you like a race, just don't run it. But just don't be an a-hole, period. Ah, that, there's a good way to end it. Yeah. So that's, well, that's what we'll say. We've got a few more things to hurry and cover. Now this is going along, but I'll tell you why. Um, next up we have, let's hurry, do some rattle off Strava Week. i uh, got some new name here, uh, oh. Michael Conley for distance, 114, and run time, 3021. Mm, 100 so miler. I'm, I'm thinking so. Climbing was uh, Matthew Zabriskie, 29,542. Oh I think he's a Salt Lake fella. Um, so that's pretty legit. 
Um, as I mentioned before, this week I will be at uh, Palisades Ultra Trail Series. I'm coming in on Friday, don't know a time, sleeping in my car because I'm lazy, and I will have a little portable shower. If you bring water, you can <sighs> use it. And I'm just doing the... Uh, Wait a minute. What? Say that again. I'm bringing a portable shower. You yeah, have to you, bring your water. You gotta bring your own water because it's like a. It's that like a. Sounded a little weird. It does, but I made a Maybe my own you, shower. It's uh, like a. Oh, that's right. You did, oh, yeah. that's right. You did make that. Yeah. Sh- that one. And okay. It works awesome. That's not as creepy as I thought it was okay. gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So. You definitely need to find Eric now and use his shower. Yeah. Right? And you can take a picture of it because you can make your own. It's super right. convenient. Um, so yeah, I'll be down there. Um, Real quick, Joel will be out of town next week. Yes. He's going to be uh, taking in his Phoenix. second level. Yeah, he's going to be enjoying the heat. He's going to take his thong and his tube top so he doesn't overheat. No, I've been in my pasties. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take some, like, super tech tech material pasties, right? That's right. You're going to cut up one of your race shirts. Pachow. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so next week we will have a single track session, but it will be single track session 99.5 because <laughs> we're not doing single track session 100. When we're not together, gotcha. that's that's a big hundred is a big deal. Hundred single tracks, that's that's a lot. That is, that's two years worth of single tracks. Yeah, and that doesn't include our Thursday shows. We're only at one nineteen, so single tracks catching up. Yeah, because they're easier to do. Damn right. <laughs> um, but next week will be ninety nine point five because Joel won't be here. Right. Um, I will most likely be doing it by myself, which I don't like unless I can find somebody else. Um, what else we got? Um, I'm gonna do an Ask Trail Manners because the. Uh, Woody footies, I still haven't decided. <laughs> it's difficult because you guys, we had over 70 this time. There were some really good ones. There's I mean, from all over every week, right? But, but they're from, this one, we've had them from different places in the world. Yeah. And that's a different. That's special. That's, that's, that's super special. And Turtle posted one of his man crush. He had Jamil, um, posted a picture of Jamil. <laughs> um, so I'm going to I'm gonna let Joel start with the Ask Trail Manager. We've got okay. one question so, this week. It's a really good one. We've kind of talked about it before. All right. Hey, guys, doing a 12-hour in the beginning of September in St. George. Ooh, that sounds hot. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh, Lord. Obviously, it's going to still be hot. Yeah. A majority of my training is in the early hours. We know he runs at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Yes, in the St. George area. Any suggestions or advice to prepare for the heat? Thanks, mm. Dave Stevenson. So Joel's going to start with this. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to look at these Woody Footies one last <laughs> time. Because there's like three. And I, I'm gonna, it's going to be one of those things I'm just going to see. Okay. I'm pick C. So we need to know what the aid station setup is going to be like. Is it a loop is course? Is it a loop course? I think it is. All right, let's assume it's a loop course. Uh, is the aid station going to have sufficient amounts of ice? We need to know that. That's a big right? one. Because if they do, then you you and the ice are going to be best buddies. You need to get a bandana. Get one that has the little pocket in mm-hmm. So you can put that in there, put it around your neck, and uh, just keep refilling that every time you come through. I saw that Solomon's got this special little hat now. Dude, I saw that last right? week at Hard Rock. That is legit. It's they, white. They can put the, the ice in the top. And that closes up. Like out of bungee closure. Yeah. Yeah. I See if you can that. get one of your hands on something like that. Yeah, that's bad. I think that'll be money right there. I, I think that's really going to be the key thing. Just ice down that bandana. Uh, get ice under your hat. That That's huge. That really helps. Um, stay wet. Um, have a change of socks. Um, have some squirrels nut butter. Mm. God, make sure you have that. <laughs> okay, so here's a quick tip. On the squirrel's nut butter. Right. If you're putting it on in the morning and you don't want to turn the light on and wake up your family, make sure that the squirrel's nut butter um, owie stick is not next to your regular stick. 
It's like your deodorant steak? No, the, the, the squirrel's nut butter. That, oh, the spicy pepper one. The spicy oh, pepper one yeah. that's for, for owies. For, for heat. Yeah, because when you put the spicy squirrel's nut butter on the taint, you don't know it right away. But about five minutes later... Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. <laughs> and it hurts like a son of a gun. And it doesn't go away for a while, despite you trying to wipe it off with a washcloth. <laughs> despite you sitting on your sprinkler, yeah. nothing works. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like a it's a solid hour of being like very, very uncomfortable. And the very next day, Joel put in a bidet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's a little tip. If you're wondering if that hurts, it does. It's not a good thing. No. But then after that hour of really intense pain, you, you're kind of like warm and fuzzy. <laughs> or no, I don't know if you're fuzzy and you're like warm and singed. How's yeah, that? exactly. You're fuzzy anymore. <laughs> so make sure you got your squirrel's nut butter ready to go. Yeah. Change the socks I think would be good maybe a couple times through the event. Um, make sure that you're staying wet. Yeah. That would be huge. Keep your shirt wet. Yeah, if you can, I, I know it's tough. Try to get some runs in after work. Uh, I know that takes away from family, but that's the hottest time of day. That'll help you acclimate to the heat. That's my suggestion right there. Keep it simple. Ice. Ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. And that's mine. I mean, the only thing I would say that Joel did mention is you just do – you have to get out in heat. And yeah. I'm the worst one to say that because I don't still. You just, at the end of the day, it's almost like you just got to, hey, it's going to be hot. Yeah. You move slower. Yep. You oh, know, move so much like slower. Like, if, if it's a, if it's a, if how far you can go in 12 hours, get all your running done 7 a.m. to whenever. Yeah. Go slower when it's hot and yep. try and, you know, maybe if you can, do the more. The sun at the goes end. down. Yeah. But uh, just know more. when it's hot, take your time. Because I'm, yeah. I'm sure people in these races might even, you know, take an hour off at that time, sit in some maybe. shade and cool down in those 12 hours. Try to get a lot of your calories in in the morning. Yeah. Because once it gets hot, I mean, everything goes bad. Yeah. You know, your stomach will go you gotta bad. you got to practice that, though. you got to see what your stomach's going to feel like when it's, when it's way hot. Yeah. And you got to practice if you put use the wrong squirrel's nut butter. So oh, that my gosh. That's something that you might want to do so on a weekend. Spicy. Just when you're hanging out watching Netflix, just yeah. try it. Just just <laughs> lube that taint right up with that <laughs> spicy stuff. Just try it. You know, see that's what happens. A, that's, that would be a good competition. Now, don't you don't have to be graphic with it, but you could always just show, like, you could do it. Have your shorts back on. Start videoing yeah. for where'd your feet take you video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or tui wooey, just so right. we know because I'm not going to try it. Um, well, I've tried it for with. everybody, so you don't have to. You don't. Joel took the bullet the, for I, everyone. I definitely <laughs> took the bullet. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's. I think that's it. I mean, that, that's a tough one. We've talked about it before, especially with the heat stuff, because it is just so much harder. But mm-hmm. man, I seriously, I'm going to try and find one of those Solomon hats. <laughs> those look. Pretty awesome. They do. I saw uh, Lucy had one on yeah. during your video at Western. I think right. uh, Courtney had one on to Walter. Yep. Um, I just want one for hanging out in my living room. Yeah, right. You know, just like pa-ching, put a beer up there. Uh huh. You know, stays nice and cool. Yep. Just you could stand it up, cinch around it. Yeah. You know, you could wear it like you could put a one of those hand heat things in the wintertime in there. Ooh, yeah. You know, keep the top of your head warm. Mm-hmm. It's it's just you can do a lot with it. Um, so I hope that answers that question. Put your chips up there. Oh, that'd be like a good bowl of chips. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like when you're racing, just chuck them up. The bottom two might be a little soggy. Ah, That's all right. Ah. Just line it with foil. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like you're going, it's like you're going out to eat and want to take the all-you-can-eat bar home with you. Just line your purse with foil dump it in there, man. There you go. 
Um, so yeah, I think that helps with the the um, ask trail manners. Please ask more for next week. Also, I want to remind everybody we got our last show with Harrison Fluman coming up before he goes to Bigfoot 200. And send us questions you want us to ask him. I think he'll be on in a couple weeks before he heads out there because we're getting close. Uh, we're we're literally weeks away now uh, to make sure we have questions for him when we get him back on. Uh, but this week's winner for Woody Footy, we had so many amazing ones. And my favorite part was because they were from everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw uh, Maria Jacobs and Bradley getting ready to give Carl. I like this because you can, like, this was me. She's getting ready to give Carl a high five at the finish uh-huh. to distract him so right. she can kick him in the goods. Oh, I know. You know what? You yeah. got to after that race. That's that, that's what he likes. Uh, Jordan Morrow had one of my favorites, Speed Goat 50, crossing the finish line, carrying all five kids in tow. So he's got five kids coming across the finish oh, line man. with him. Um, it must way have been to go. hard the race with those kids. <laughs> the whole time. Alex Terrell was in Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Uh, we saw uh, Michael McKnight in San Juan's. I didn't even see him down there. There's so many people down there. I didn't see I didn't see Scott Hyme. I, what? He was down there. His wife texted me. Are you in? Yeah, yeah. He was at Kroger's Canteen, but oh. never hooked up with Scott um, while he was down there. Um, a lot of good ones. Uh, I think I'm going to go. Oh, man. I'm really torn. I'm really torn, and I think I'm going to go with one because I I really liked uh, Shalea Sorensen. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking her about. Her Trent by mm-hmm. Mount Timpanogos yeah. was rad, and I haven't been to Timp this year. There's been a lot of good pictures from Timp the last three weeks. Yeah, Tetons. I need the to get The Tetons, yeah. Um, uh, Chad Smith in the Catskills was a yeah. good one. Um, Chad's already won, though. Yeah. So that's people are getting good. Larry Adams had a good one, kind of a panoramic. I'm digging how people are kind of getting creative with their photo. Right. Um, Stacy LeBlanc in Edmonton with some fog was good. Andrew Giles had one kind of he in a similar a area. Um, it's like he saved all his good pictures for the summer. Yeah. John DeMartin had a really cool one on Smokey the Bear um, Peak because it's just cool. Mm-hmm. Eric Manning had one with his doors open and his hood open in yeah. 110 degrees. Uh, Jeffrey, R. Jeffrey Davis, Mount Rainier. Peak. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone took a picture um, and posted they were on, uh, I think it was Mount Kilimanjaro with the Trail Manor's beanie. Wendy Jackalowski. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, that's amazing. So cool to see our stuff in cool places. You know what? She's not the first person to go up there. I know. Uh, Annie. Annie McDonald. Because she had Trail Manor's gear on. I thought she had a hat. Did she? So Trail Manor's gear has been to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro yeah, twice yeah. now. It's right. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, I really like Sarah Van Ingen, Big Bear Lake, 16-year-old, training for his first ultra, mm-hmm. Kodiak 50K. Right. That sounds hard. Um, if there's bears involved, it sounds So hard. I'm going to say second place was Tom Eric Halverson. Um, okay. Well, who's first? Was in, in Norway. First place I'm going with, and because this is, I, there's too many good ones, but I'm going to go with Steve James. Okay. Where uh, was this picture at? Great Bear Rainforest, Nemo Bay. And he's and this is why Nemo Bay in Australia. I don't know where Nemo Bay James Steve James will tell me, but the picture why I really liked it is because the last thing you put yes, this is my photo, because it looks so cool. It's looks like, like it's not his, huh? Yeah, well, just I mean, it kind of looks like something like almost professionally done. Oh yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that a houseboat. I think it's some. It's a nice boat. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I bet they got a shower on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Steve James, if uh, you're listening. Because um, I know some people post but don't listen. <laughs> but if you are, manners at trailmanners.com, right. we'll get that out to you. Other than that, 
I think we're done for this week. This is Single Track Session 99. Again, uh, stay tuned next week for another show. If you see me at Putts, come say hello. I was un- un- I was awkward in Hard Rock. I, I'm getting better. I did take a few selfies and posted them <laughs> on purpose, but I was still awkward around people. So I apologize if you're one of the ones I was awkward around. I guess someone was trying to give me a hug, and I ended up just giving them a high five. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Because they were running hard rock. Oh. They were running up the trail, and I didn't recognize him. And it's like, Eric, he comes running over. And I thought he was going for the high five, but people around going, that dude was going to hug you. And yeah. he, like, rejected him. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, gotcha. no, I didn't know. I was panicked. So, uh, but yeah, if, I'm up, if you're at Putts, say hello. Um, I'd love to meet you, and I do have some gear to hand out while it lasts. So, other than that, uh, Joel will have fun next week, uh, living yeah. in 115, 120-degree weather. It's only going to be 105. Yeah, but it's going to be Cold front's coming through. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 116 today. Jesus, Down that's there. not even funny. No. All right. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, send us some some questions for Harrison. Send us some questions for Ask Trail Manners. And please, I'd love to hear some, uh, maybe some Way to solve the problems that Hard Rock had, if you have any good ones on there. Because me and Joel are race directors, after all, um, for the uh, the hardest uh, the hardest ten, 10 miler mile in the country. country. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll uh, ho- hope you're from me next week or hear from us next week, and we'll talk to you later.